On today's episode of Secrets to Scaling Your E-Commerce Brand, uh, we are going through the top three episodes from 2022 uh, and the ones that are especially relevant for us going into 2023. So if you guys have not listened to uh, these episodes, uh, these top three episodes, uh, I wanted to make sure to put these back in the forefront for you guys um, to have a listen to. Uh, This one uh, was just an amazing conversation that I think everybody needs to listen to. Again, uh, I was on these guys' podcast, uh, Tyler and Gabriel, just really, really uh, great guys. Uh, And they talk about um, some top ROI-driven uh, platforms uh, and some that you may not uh, actually be thinking of. Um, these guys, both of them, are incredibly smart media buyers uh, and incredibly smart when it comes to creative and all of that. Um, this is an episode I personally have actually listened to multiple times because these guys just have so much insight when it comes to uh, performance marketing uh, and actually scaling up um, uh, massive amounts. So, um, you know. Anyone who hasn't listened to it, I'd highly recommend uh, listening to this one today. Um, and even if you have, uh, there's some really good reminders in there. I know that I've gotten some great reminders from this one. Are you an e-commerce founder or marketing leader struggling to get new offers or creative and copy to test fast enough in your ad accounts? Do you feel like your ad campaigns are falling flat and not generating the results that you actually need this year? The pain of not being able to effectively test and optimize your ad campaigns can lead to tons of missed sales and a huge amount of lost revenue, but we've created a solution. Introducing the Viral Offer Bundle from Upgrowth Commerce. For just $99, you're going to receive 10 highly engaging image creatives, 30 scroll-stopping headlines, 30 captivating ad copy variations, and 30 ad descriptions. These powerful tools are going to help you quickly test and optimize your ad campaigns to get the best results possible. Do not miss out on another sale. Visit www.upgrowthcommerce.com slash offer to buy today and then start seeing that relief from your ad campaign pain. Again, that's upgrowthcommerce.com slash offer. Now on to today's episode. Hey guys, Jordan West back here with another episode of Secrets to Scaling, your e-commerce brand. Today, I am very excited to have on Gabriel Ansel and Tyler Devon from the Podcast name again, guys. A Seven Finger Entrepreneur Podcast. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Nice, nice and simple, straight to the point. I actually, I was going to say that just so you guys yeah. know. That is what I was going to say, but I'm like, oh man, I don't want to get the name wrong. I get names <laughs> wrong all the time. So, that's uh, all good, man. Dude, I, I butcher people's names on my podcast oh, all yeah. the time. So it's like, pretty it's, funny. It's, it's all good. Yeah, yeah. We've I've actually been on your podcast before. It was super fun. We got to know each other uh, pretty well. Oh, dude, uh, you were a great episode. We had we had lots of good feedback. Actually, people yeah. were asking, reaching out. Oh, okay. Well, hey, that's great to know. So I'm hoping that I told them you're doing free consulting. You'll meet them at Starbucks in Abbotsford. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah. Me and free consulting. I love that. <laughs> I did love doing free consulting back in the day before my calendar was booked yeah. from you know morning till night. That was that's awesome. just supply and demand. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. Yeah. Fair enough. Cool, guys. Well, great to have you on. We're uh, really looking forward to, or I'm really looking forward to this conversation today. You guys may not. I. I can't speak for either one Happy of you, to help but out, uh, we're really going to get, yeah, we're, so we're in Q1 right now, early February, we're recording this in 2022, 2021 was a super interesting year. Mm-hmm. Before we really get into all of that, let's start with Gabriel. Tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. 
All right. Well, my name is Gabriel Anthel. I am uh, I'm kind of a Facebook expert. We mostly specialize in uh, lead generation, but we've had uh, our seven figure e-com stores. We had like an outdoor store. So we know the e-com space pretty well. Right now, my main focus, we just run lead generation uh, affiliate mostly on Facebook advertising, a little bit on TikTok. We're just sort of diving into that. But yeah, I... I don't know, man. We, we've spent some hefty numbers. I've spent like 80 grand in a day on Facebook, just on the advertising side of things. So like we, we know it pretty well. Nice, nice. Oh, looking forward to diving into that. Tyler, tell yeah. us a little bit about who you are and what you sure. do. Also on the lead gen side of things, uh, own a company. We're in the email space as well as media. We send a few hundred million emails a year. And then right now we're spending two to three million a month on paid traffic uh, across multitude of channels. We always try to test a little bit of everything and just continue to grow. Nice, nice. I, I like the two to 300 uh, email uh, one at yeah, first. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, I yeah. send about I was that like many that, emails too, yeah. you know? <laughs> that, number, that number really expanded as the conversation went. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a few zeros added. I was like, okay, when's he going to be impressed? 100,000, million, yeah. billion yeah. emails? It's actually funny. We had an ESP hit us up the other day and they're like, uh, we, we need to go to a new pricing structure. I'm like, how come? They're like, you sent uh, 300 million emails with us last month. 313. 13 million emails last month and uh and that's just kind of one spot i'm like okay fair enough we can up we can up the price for that so it made sense but i honestly didn't realize we were sending that much it seems fair that's a lot of emails so guys let's let's talk about what's what's going on let's get the the crystal ball out let's talk about what's going to happen in 2022 Mm -hmm. gabe i'll throw it to you first what are you seeing uh today is an interesting day too we were talking about it before Facebook stock plummeted 27%. I think the, the bell just rang 27% yeah. today. Oh my gosh. It wiped off how many billions of dollars? Man. Isn't that crazy of, to think about? One day. Yeah. Bad day for Zuck, yeah. man. Bad day for Zuck. You know what though? And, All I can think about is like, I hope the traffic costs drop. They open <laughs> up the floodgates and they stop being so frugal on there. And because, and I don't know if this is true, but like, man, We've seen it before when they're trying to get their numbers up. Mm-hmm. Things just seem to get easier on Facebook and you can spend a lot more, especially for us, like on the affiliate side of things, they get a little bit more, uh, less lenient, I should say. And they're just like, hey, have at or spend what you will. Yeah. And that's what we do, the, our best work. So uh, I'm really hoping that that goes that way. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think that you might be right on there. I mean, they're going to have to start putting up some actual big numbers. What do you guys see as far as Facebook solving the attribution issues? Do you think that's ever going to be possible in a cookie-less world? Go ahead. Man, I don't like, so I don't know because it's it's not really like a Facebook problem, right? It's like a, it's an Apple problem. So unless they work together on things, I, I just don't know how that's going to work. But then the other part of it is like, do they even want to work together? And I don't know. I don't really dig into the news too much on their relationship. But yeah, I'm not sure. I feel like it's just going to, it's going to change the way we market or we're just going to have to get more advanced with the tracking solutions we use. I actually know there's uh, I was talking to one guy, he built an in-house tracking solution and he's claiming 90, 95% attribution. I'm not sure how he's doing it, but it seems like there are solutions yeah. out there. It's just a matter of digging and finding them. I also think whoever comes to the table with the best attribution is definitely going to win from a competition point of view. Because if you're competing against other e-com store owners out there and you know where your traffic or your customers are coming from and they don't, that's just a huge leg up that you have. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. Do you think that we've hit the bottom as far as, or the top as far as cost per acquisition is concerned on, let's call it Facebook and, and I think in general, like we're not saying TikTok is killing it right now, right? That's like, especially on platform, like I see very few com- on platform conversions, but looking at Google Analytics and all that kind of stuff, we're able to parse it together a bit more. Do we? Yeah, yeah, there's, we're, de- we're there's seeing, definitely some super- actually, We're seeing really good results on TikTok so far. It's definitely- On platform as yeah. well. Oh, awesome. But, but and is that more top of funnel? Correct. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So gotcha. we're definitely seeing it there. Yeah. So on the e-com side, if, definitely from everybody I've been talking to, having a very hard time really tracking the attribution because it is a longer process, mm-hmm. right? For somebody mm-hmm. to buy a product. Rather, if it's a super like funnelized product, but the people who are listening to this, these are brands yeah. who are selling, yeah. you know, big amounts of product. So mm-hmm. do you think we've hit the bottom? I think costs go up every year, man. I think you know, the one thing you can guarantee yeah. is your cost, whatever you're paying per lead this year, unless you fight back and get super creative and really nail that down. Because I feel like that's the advantage we always have is get more creative, find new angles, new ways to win. But like, I think whatever you're yeah. paying right now this year, if you can plan on paying more next year and you don't, that's just a bonus. But if you do, I think that's also going to give you a strategic advantage over your competition. Yeah. One thing that I've noticed too is um, just playing Facebook's game a little bit more. And like we are probably a little bit more aggressive than the average e-com owner, but we find that when we really uh, focus on high engaging advertising and really sort of following the rules, which we don't generally do, like it kind of goes against our practices, is uh, we get a lot cheaper costs and stuff. Like the other day we were getting like, I think it was 40 cent clicks on a lead generation campaign, which is a setup for conversions, which is super cheap for us. And our CPMs were like in the like $20 to $15 range. And so, and it's still the same stuff. It's just a different angle and different approach and getting people more engaged in the copy. We've noticed that long copy has really, really helped us get people through the door cheaper and also kind of more of a, a story angle in the copy versus just saying like, Hey, buy my shit or sign up for mm-hmm. my stuff. You know, that's lowered cost quite a bit for us. I feel creative is always going to give you that edge, man. I was watching, um, have you, do you have masterclass Jordan? I don't have it. I, I know Masterclass, but I so don't So there's have a, it. a Masterclass like episode with Bob Iger, who used to be, I think he was like the CEO of Disney. And he was saying one time yeah. that Disney's greatest asset is their creativity. And that really blew my mind thinking mm. about that, man. Because you think about a multi-billion dollar company like that, and their CEO says their biggest asset is creativity. Creativity is something that every one of us should have as entrepreneurs on the online world. And like, just to reinforce what mm-hmm. Gabe says, when you come at things from a different angle, you're, you're getting, like, you're just getting better quality, cheaper traffic just through leveraging creativity, which for the most part, you know, unless you're hiring a copywriter, it's free. So it's, a, it's just a great place to double down and invest your time. Yeah, absolutely. So let's talk TikTok, Tyler, because you're saying on the lead gen side, you're seeing pretty good on-platform results. What are you doing? Walk me through what those ads look like and why they're actually performing. And then I want to hear what good results are on TikTok. Yeah, so uh, I actually can't even walk you through the ads, man. We have almost 40 people now. So I'm not, I don't see the nuances of that. But uh, I know the ROI we're seeing is double what we're seeing on Facebook. Double. Yeah. So you're getting half, half the cost of leads exactly. right now. And are these leads then the leads that you're seeing come through for these companies? Are they actually converting on the back so end? So great question. Depends on market. Some markets we're finding they're not. Other markets are like through the moon happy with it. This is something that, that we've seen, and I'm sure you guys have read some of these reports as well with, you know, TikTok being the most visited website in the world mm-hmm. in 2021. How exciting is that? Yeah. Which it's finally everyone like our age, I'm assuming we're all kind of in a similar age I'm range, 60. are like- yeah. 
I mean, I, I've been on TikTok for a while now. I can't get off yeah. of it. That's the only oh, issue yeah. is like, oh, it's just so engaging all the time. But like, we're all like, for the most part, getting there onto the, way more than Snapchat, yeah. right? I, I didn't find that Snapchat had that same sort of yeah. audience. And we're the ones who spend the yeah. money, right? We're the ones who have the money and spend the yeah. money. And I was waiting, when are these people going to be on TikTok so that we can actually start properly advertising? I them? think they've been on longer than we know. Because I was talking to people that own different offers, specifically in the solar space, and they had affiliates doing like, you know, seven figure months running solar leads from TikTok, like last year, early last year. So I think that demographic- that house owners. Yeah. And that that's a homeowner. And you think a solar, like that's, there's a lot that goes into that. And that traffic was backing out because no one's going to pay a million dollars a month for leads that aren't working, right? But um, oh, absolutely. long story short, I think that demographic's been on there longer than we know. And you almost look at a lot of these platforms, man. It's like the kids get on, then the parents get on because they want to see what their kids are doing or whatever. And then it just kind of grows bigger. I'm excited to see someone take down Google as far as traffic. Like it shows you that innovation is still out there and the opportunity to buy traffic on a new channel. Like that's, that's just awesome. If anything too, TikTok's such a young platform that it will obviously continue to develop. I feel like, at least in my opinion, it's developed pretty fast when you compare to advertising channels on other, like I feel like Snapchat took forever for them to develop their advertising channel or oh, for yeah. TikTok, Ever. man, it's, it's yeah. been rolling. And like, there's actually, have you heard of the TikTok competitor? No. Yeah, it's called uh, like Thriller or something. And I think uh, Dr. Dre was a part of it. First of all, that guy has a whole issue up his ass, man. But like, part, I don't know if I can say that. But it's okay. yeah, there's there's another platform that's quote, quote, the competitor. And I think they just went public at like a $5 billion valuation. So it's, it's really cool to see these new opportunities come out because like as online entrepreneurs, that's just more opportunity for us. Yeah, absolutely. We had an interesting split test uh, the other day, uh, one of our accounts at our agency. And the split test was, this is for an e-commerce brand between user-generated content and just a regular you know, ad that was made for TikTok. And so the regular ad had, I think, a dollar clicks, CPMs around $8, which for TikTok to me is a little bit high. And add to carts, I think in the sort of $5 range, that was nice. for the regular ad. The user-generated content was 15 cent clicks, add to carts at $1.50. Wild. And then through Google Analytics, quite a few Dude. purchases. And this is for like a six six to $800 product. Dude, that's insane. Wow. So, and just that data, like yeah. you think about those abandonment carts, like those are going to be huge value. Oh, absolutely. So so seeing the difference between the kind of content you need to put on mm-hmm. TikTok versus so one thing that we've that we've been seeing as well is you can take any TikTok content and repurpose it back over on Facebook and mm-hmm. uh, Reels yeah. and Stories and all of those placements, but you can't seem to do the same thing gotcha. back. Yeah. It's a different medium. That's interesting. I also feel that uh, Instagram is pushing reels a little bit harder too in the terms of the advertising because we've done some just straight reel targeting with uh, TikTok ads that have worked for us. Yeah. And we've had some success with that as well. So I feel like that's what Facebook does. Facebook just sees something in the space and just like tries to chase it and follow it and make it their own. Man, I would. So it's, the, when you're saying crossover, yeah, I 100% agree with that. Guys, what, what else are we going to see in 2022? What other interesting things do you think are coming? What are you guys hedging uh, towards with all of the, the spend and the emails and all of that? Where are you guys going? Honestly, man, diversity. Just diversity on yeah. channels, diversity on buyers, and then really focused on gathering data. Like if you think about data and how it works, and this is specific to the lead gen, but it also crosses over into e-com because obviously e-com stores have multiple products. Hopefully they have repeat buyers upsells, downsells, all that stuff. 
And so we've really been focused on acquiring a user at a profit and then being able to resell that user. And one of the way places we've had a lot of strength, which again, this is normal for e-com is like really the leads that don't convert or the leads that don't qualify. Mm. Because in the lead gen world, most people write those off as garbage, but there's a lot of ways you can still monetize, which gives you a huge leg up. So I think regardless where I'm going with this as a whole is like diversity and backend monetization. Because the, the once you've acquired that lead, like the cost of email is pretty much free. And so whatever you pull yeah. on there, like you can really build a longstanding surviving business based on that. So focusing on the back end and where you can take that while diversifying the front end, I think will help you really fortify your business in 2022. That's great. I agree with that. On our side, we're just trying to get more traffic sources in the mix and diversifying the front end sort of things. Because we all know Facebook is just like, sometimes it's hot, sometimes it's not. And right now it probably makes up like 90% of our revenue and traffic. So really the plan is to just spread it across everything. YouTube, TikTok, Google, all of that. And maybe Thriller, whatever Thriller is. (laughs) Gabriel, let's, let's talk YouTube. Are you guys using any YouTube advertising right now for affiliate offers? So we dabbled in it a bit and then we kind of fell off of it because we kept losing accounts, which has been a problem for us. And we're just trying to work through that process now. I know that Tyler does run some heavy lead gen on YouTube, so he might be able to speak. We have much. We've actually found this year at the turn of the year, uh, starting probably beginning of December, for whatever reason, we haven't been able to get it convert very well. Like our CPA went from about 25 bucks to 47 and our break even is closer to 37. So it, it's okay. definitely, we're still figuring out where that is right now. You know, surprisingly, what's been really good for us, and I'd be curious to know your comments, Jordan, it's Google search, mm. the traffic prices, man. Like everyone thinks when, or at least when I think search, I think expensive. Um, but we've been spending, you know, seven figures a year on search and it's, it's been great, phenomenal traffic. And over time, man, Google's uh, pixel, it really brings that CPC down. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. One interesting search technique that uh, one of the members in uh, my mastermind is using is competitor search terms. Hmm. So he's in the shoe space. And so he's using one of somebody who makes shoes just like they do yeah. and bidding on their keyword and seeing a return on ad spend of five. I can see that. Wow. So awesome because people who are searching out this certain, and I, I wish I could actually tell you what it is so you could sort of picture what it is, but there's obviously some confidentiality there, mm-hmm. but there it's the perfect product to put in front of it, right? And, wow. and I think that we forget about doing competitor search terms because we don't want to come off as slimy, but people who are searching competitors, they haven't made up their mind yet that they're going to go mm-hmm. with that competitor yet totally. right they're searching a certain type of shoe or a certain type of whatever it is and you want to show up in front of them or at least show up like hey we're here too right kind of like at the mall right where you know you've got forever 21 right here and h&m right here right yeah. people are going to potentially check them both out totally yeah i just came up with that analogy by the way <laughs> it's a good one yeah it's a good you, one you can recycle that that's a good one but, i'm going um, to <laughs> google shopping have you guys done much on that Oh, absolutely. Yes. We spend a lot of money on Google shopping. Interesting. It's pretty consistent. There's some really cool things you can do on the Shopify backend. If you have a certain reviews apps as well, mm-hmm. um, to be able to feed those reviews into uh, as like certified reviews for Google that yeah. you'll see mm-hmm. a way better return on Google shopping when it comes to that. That's a great tip. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There you, there you go, guys. Yeah. I just started using Google Shopping personally. Like I never used it before. I used to always like dig into a website, but now I'm just like, all right, let's see where I can buy this from in Google Shopping. It, it works great. I love it. Tyler, you, you've got a lot of people who are 
working for you right now, generating leads, doing mm-hmm. email, all of that kind of stuff. You guys are spending a lot of money. Tell me what, we're going to kind of go to the question that I ask everyone who comes on the podcast. Sure. What is your secret to scaling? You know, one thing I try to do, man, is, is stay focused and like stay focused within my role. So there's only a few things I'm responsible as the CEO of the company. One, find good people. And two, give them the infrastructure they need to be successful. After that, it's really on them to perform and then hold them accountable to that. And really, that's where a lot of my time goes into is like just finding good people and making sure they have the resources. And I know that sounds simple, but like when you dive into it, man, it's like there's so much that kind of goes into that. Like what kind of and the other thing is really figuring out the dynamics of the environment at any going time. Like as soon as Gabe sent me that article about Google or TikTok overcoming Google and traffic, like right away, I'm like, we need to double down on this traffic source. This is the emerging thing. This is brand new. CPMs are still low. iOS is still funky. Like this, this is the perfect storm of being able to milk a traffic source before it's been exploited. This is like, imagine being on Facebook when it first started. Yeah. yeah. Except more I traffic. remember. <laughs> yeah. So that's what yeah. TikTok really is now. But honestly, man, just try to keep focused and keep, I think if anything, the, the bigger your company gets, this was given to me by one of my coaches. He said, every time you double, the way you operate your business has to change or you won't be able to scale mm-hmm. to the next level. So yeah. going from where we started at literally me staying up till 10 o'clock at night, sending emails every night to now having, you know, do, we did, uh, it was about 30 million and change last year. And this year we're pushing hard towards 60. A lot of transition has happened. And there's a lot of stuff that you have to let go of and like refocus on in order to get that growth. Cause it's so easy to hold yourself back. Like there's a lot of time I spend just thinking about where am I the bottleneck in this company? Who can I, can I bring on or how can this move forward with little to no intervention of mine? And even like, Mm -hmm. um, you know, depending where you're at, man, like it's just so it's very easy to become a bottleneck and not realize it. And then there's always the, like the perfectionist, which you know, I know your audience, like they're more seven, eight figures, but like a lot of people do have this thing. No one can do it better than me. Well, you let someone do something for two years and they will literally beat your ass at it. It's just a matter of giving them the time and resources so they can learn and get good. So that's about it, man. It's trying to keep it simple day to day, but it didn't start this way. I used to want to know the nuances of everything, but now it's kind of like sometimes the further I stay away, the better, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's great. I had uh, yesterday, I had Ryan Dice on the podcast um, from Digital Marketer and Scalable. Oh, nice. And it was so great to get to, to pick his brain because they have uh, somewhere between 20 and 30 active companies right now wow. in their portfolio. And what he was saying, very similar to what you said, Tyler, is any one person can do one of the roles that you do better than you. Totally. No one's ever going to replace you and all the different like things that you do. But one person can replace one of the roles and be better than you at any time. And I was like, Ah, that is so good for our audience to hear as they're scaling and have to get out of their own way. You have to. Otherwise, yeah. you will yeah. stay. You see it and, and people hit their level of incompetence, right? And you just see it and and you're like, well, you can't go any farther the way that you are. Totally. Yeah. Hard to let go of. Investing in people, man, it's just so key. Yeah, it absolutely mm-hmm. is. Gabe, I want to hear I want to hear yours. What is your secret to scaling? So I've kind of been a one-man show um, until recently, and we've brought on quite a few people. And so for when it's just me and I'm kind of behind the computer pushing ads, is like I got to remind myself to not be scared to really like hit the throttle and spend, right? Like I almost, and this is probably a bad reference, but I reference myself as like a degenerate gambler. When stuff's working, like go all in and go as hard as you can at it to really scale it up. Because I think that, and maybe it's different with e-com because of inventory and, and stuff like that, but I think that we like, 
we don't really think about how much we can spend is if the ROI is there, right? Because we get impressed by the numbers, but we could really go like double, triple what we are seeing in front of us. And then in terms of the teams, team side of thing is what I find with the media buyer side is confidence, just the confidence to really spend and get the money up there. Because like everyone can kind of figure out how to test and get working ads going. But then when it comes to like, the confidence to actually like put the hammer down and like really pull out those big months. I find that it's it's definitely a mental block with a lot of people that are newer to spending and even newer like to the sense of like under $100,000 in a month, right? Like to get past, I'd be like, yeah, you can do this and you can keep going harder and harder and make it work. I find that that's like a huge key with people. Mm, that's so, great stuff. Yeah. Guys, I got three more questions for you. So we're going to go yep. one at a time here for the question. So we're going to start right. with Gabe. Favorite tool or app that you're using right now? Man. Oh, uh, landerlabs.io. I Ooh, think that's what that? it's called. It's a way to build out quick pages. Hold on. I want to make sure that I'm saying it right. Yeah, landerlabs.io. It's a way to make quick uh, landing pages or funnels. And for us, we can take a landing page that's already working for us, toss it in there, and it'll rip it down from the web for us. And then we can like just switch it up because Facebook likes new content. So we're always just tweaking a page a little bit, changing parameters cool. on it, whatever. And that keeps us fresh in the mix. Love it. Tyler. Yeah. Uh, this one's going to be uh, probably different than you expect. My favorite app that I have right now is actually my 8sleep app. Have you heard of this oh. thing? No, no, I haven't. No, no. So it's, it's, it's more on like the personal side. Uh, but what it is, it's like, it's kind of like a mattress and they fire water in it. And so like you can cool it down. And then as you hit different sleep cycles, it tracks it and it'll change and optimize. So if you start getting really warm, it'll cool you down, etc. But one thing I found, man, like I've been doing this 16 years now and it's so easy to stay glued to the keyboard and like super focused. But with that, like things start happening. Like it gets hard to focus at times or if like you're not getting good sleep. And honestly, one of the biggest things that have made a big impact on me is investing in my own health. Because mm -hmm. when you do that, you bring a better version of yourself every day. You're making better decisions. Things are more calculated. You can be more focused. You just bring a better version to you. And if you're the one running your business, like everything I do personally outside of work, like my food, my working out, my getting my sleep right, all that stuff will also impact me on the business side too. And so I think it's important to invest in those types of things because again, the better version you bring to your business every day, like the more it's going to grow and the more you can impact your team and, you know, everyone's going to get the best out of that at the end of the day. Love that. Tyler, I'm going to stick with you for the next question here. Sure. Favorite podcast or audiobook that you're listening to? My favorite guy I'm listening to right now probably is Alex Hermosi. Oh, have you heard of him? I don't know him. So no. he has a company called Jim Launch Secrets. Um, he's got lots of like tidbit information on YouTube. Uh, he was referred by a friend. His actually his YouTube channel. If you just watch how fast it's growing, it's great. But he's got a company called uh, Acquisition.com. The guy's literally in cutoff jeans, a hat, and like uh, eats dessert every night. But he's jacked and ripped. But uh, his business, I think, he, I think he does eighty-five million a year. And he just talks about the trial and tribulations that he went through to grow to that. And he's got just such sage advice, man. Like you know, here's where, where you're at: zero to one million. Here's the framework for one to 10, 10 to 30, 30 to a hundred. So it's cool kind of like, you know, picking up nuggets from him, applying it and seeing it work for myself too. Awesome. Gabe, how about you? Uh, so I'm listening to two right now. I just finished uh, David Goggins, Can't Hurt Me, because I'm trying to get more hard. I'm trying to get more into it and just with all aspects of life. And then uh, Atomic Habits. I forget who it's by. I'm sure everyone's read it though. Yeah. And that's just, I need more organization in my life. And uh, yeah, it's been great. 
I highly recommend, and I've said this on this podcast multiple times, uh, getting his Thursday newsletter, James Clear. Okay. I've just heard that. Phenomenal stuff. It is the my favorite newsletter that I get. I just saw it was in my inbox. I'm like, yes, I can't wait to read this. Just profound. Cool. Every time I'm like, how, how does he do it? I don't get I how he does it. I hope my readers say that. <laughs> yes. No, you know from Tyler. <laughs> no, definitely not. <laughs> Uh, guys, this was, uh, you know, I'm not going to go to the last question because I think it's... I'm kind of curious what it is. Yeah. Now okay, you know. you know, we'll go with the last question. Yeah. All right. We're going to start with Gabe. Gabe, if you could sit down with anybody, they have to be alive. You get an hour. Yeah. You're in Kitsilano, right? So uh, maybe maybe you'd have like, I don't know, go get some green tea or something. Maybe go get some Lucky Donuts. Who would it be? Man, I honestly don't know. <laughs> My mom? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> ah, hey, that's know? great. Why? Why do you not see her enough? For no, she lives in uh, Atlanta, Georgia, so I rarely see her. So oh, okay. Damn, here. And I know that she can. The... She could use the conversation. So yeah, yeah. that's a great answer. I yeah. Love that, Tyler. How about you? I feel cliche seeing that cliche saying this. I'm sure a lot of other people have too. But man, the more I see Elon Musk grow, I just think an hour would be unreal with that guy. I uh, so I asked this question to Ryan Dice yesterday. And he first said, yeah, okay, my first response is Elon. He said, but I would feel like Elon wouldn't give a shit about me the entire time. And he'd just be like waiting for this hour that somebody has somehow won from him to be up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I, I wonder if that'd be true or not. Yeah. <laughs> dude, I feel, I feel like that'd be that? such a long hour, dude. Listening to that guy talk sometimes, I'm just like, okay. All right. You know who I think would be interesting, which is probably going to be unpopular? Vladimir Putin. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. Imagine oh, an oh, hour abs- with absolutely. that guy. Absolutely. I'm in and for like, that. Full disclosure, Putin. Like, I want to hear about everything. And then I want to be let oh, back yeah. to my home country alive. You know? Yeah, yeah, but, yeah exactly. Yeah. It's got to be on, like, you wear a mask or something so he doesn't know who you are. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, like, did, didn't track you. And I just, yeah. that would be, uh, yeah, man. I think that'd be a fascinating <laughs> conversation. <laughs> the <That's>, opposite <laughs> of Joe Biden. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, guys, uh, this was... This is great to chat. Uh, this just, yeah, this felt like chatting with old friends. So I really appreciate the time today, guys. Where can people find out uh, more about you guys and more about uh, the Seven Figure Entrepreneur Podcast? So it is just sevenfigureentp.com. And we're on Instagram, Seven Figure ENTP, YouTube, Seven Figure Entrepreneur Podcast. And we're on everything, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Amazon, all that stuff. So same, same, same. It's easy to find. Awesome. Yeah. Tyler, any other places to connect with you? No, that's probably the best. Awesome. Guys, thank you so much for your time. Uh, this was super fun. And uh, yeah, really appreciate your time. Thank you, man. Yeah, I appreciate anytime, it. Anytime, man. It was fun. Hey, guys, if you're looking to scale your e-commerce brand, you need tips and strategies from people who have actually done it. Stop reading those newsletters written by marketers who have only ever spent founders hard earned money and start reading from the perspective of seven and eight figure founders. That's why we're launching the secrets to scaling newsletter to give you real actionable advice from founders with firsthand experience, get the latest strategies from ad campaigns, budgeting, wholesale partnerships, and so much more sign up for our beta for free at secrets.upgrowthcommerce.com.
Hey guys, just wanted to say thanks again so much for listening to the podcast. If I could ask one favor of you, it would be to share this with your other e-commerce store owner friends. Uh, we want uh, everyone in the e-com space uh, to be listening to this podcast and lots of you guys already are and we really, really appreciate that. One last thing before you go as well is we are offering to our podcast listeners a free e-commerce growth plan where we go from strategy to sale with your brand in this e-commerce growth plan. So feel free to go to www.upgrowthcommerce.com slash grow and apply for a free growth plan today. Thank you all again so much for listening.